Over the years, social media platforms have been impactful to drive global connection and collaboration for healthcare industry leaders and innovators. While adhering to social distancing during the coronavirus pandemic, the need for online communities has become even more critical. Due to this current state of affairs, the new social audio platform, Clubhouse, has quickly become an outlet for authentic connection worldwide. During this episode, engineer-turned-product-marketer Henry Peck joins us to discuss why he launched and built the MedTech Club on Clubhouse, a healthcare-focused community that has rapidly grown to over 50,000 members and followers. Join us to hear Henry's patient journey, how he started his Clubhouse community, why he is so passionate about the social audio movement, and your opportunity to be a part of the journey. Let's go. Welcome to Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli, where we highlight and speak with the innovators, the game changers, and the pioneers who are deeply passionate and relentless in solving the problems our world is facing today. This is your opportunity to connect with and learn from these leaders and to support them on their mission. Perhaps they will soon be hearing your story as well. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you on this journey with us. Henry, a big welcome to our podcast, and thanks for taking the time to be with us today. Thanks so much for having me, Mike. I'm super excited to be able to talk with you on this. I've been a longtime fan, so this is fantastic. Oh, Henry, thank you so much. And I'm fired up to have this conversation today to discuss the huge global community you've quickly built in the new social networking platform, Clubhouse. But before we dive into this awesome work over at Clubhouse that you're leading, a bit of housekeeping. While listening to any of our episodes, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast. You will automatically receive episode updates in your podcast player. Simply search Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And lastly, please visit the bottom of the posted episode notes to connect with me on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Clubhouse in order to further the conversations occurring on this podcast. All right, Henry, it's almost time for our community to learn how you are an engineer turned product marketer and leading the MedTech Club on Clubhouse one of the largest healthcare-focused communities with 50,000-plus members and followers. But first, I'm going to randomly select a question so we can get to know you. Oh, we're talking food. What's your favorite meal, my friend? Ooh, okay. I'm going to go with asabuco. A good veal asabuco is my favorite. Why? You're the first one on the podcast going with asabuco. I like it. It just hit me out of nowhere. I don't know. I close my eyes, think, what's my favorite thing? You know, my father was an incredible cook, and my mother was another incredible cook would make, and, and that's just what hit me. I don't know. I love it. I love it. Hey, you know what? You're the first Asabuco fan on the podcast, so I'll, I'll let you wear that crown. Myself, I'm really, really craving some sushi. We're locked down in the pandemic. Ooh. I absolutely cannot make sushi to save my life, so I wouldn't even try. <laughs> but what I'd give to have some sushi right about now, but even some good Asabuco would do the trick. I'm with you there. I definitely, sushi's not something I could make at home. So maybe I should adjust to something that I only get out as opposed to uh, something I can replicate from my parents. But yeah, I had to give a little nod to their cooking there. What are you pairing the Asabuco with to drink? What are you having with that? I'm a big bourbon guy. So that's going to be where I go. I got that from my dad as well. So probably something a little, maybe like a rye. I wouldn't do a cocktail, but like a, a good like rye whiskey would be my go-to. Like on a big block? Big block yeah, piece of got it. it. Absolutely. You know what? Actually here in Colorado where I'm based, there's actually some really good whiskeys being made here. So got to give a shout out to Tin Cup, shout out to Breckenridge Bourbon. Some good stuff happening over here on that end as well. So, well, thank you for sharing that, Henry. And we have a lot to discuss today. This fast-moving platform called Clubhouse, the work you're leading there, 
the global community you've built. We have a lot to discuss after we get back from thinking our community champion sponsor. Clear Child leverages technology, the power of psychology and human interaction to diagnose, treat, and improve the success and happiness of children who are affected by mental and behavioral health challenges, such as autism, ADHD, and learning issues. They know that with the right treatments, therapies, and support, children can see measurable improvement across their mental health, happiness, and overall life functioning. Their AI-enabled mobile technology facilitates ongoing data collection, improving the efficacy of their program with every child they help. ClearChild Psychology serves both families as well as partner clinicians to ensure they are putting help in the hands of the most families possible and paving the way in providing affordable and accessible mental health care for the millions of children in need of support. We are incredibly grateful for ClearChild's support of our future generations and for their community champion sponsorship of Passionate Pioneers. To learn more about ClearChild, head over to clearchildpsychology.com slash passionate pioneers or visit the episode notes and click on their link. All right, we are back with Henry Peck. He's one of the co-founders of the MedTech Club, one of the fastest and largest communities on the new social media platform Clubhouse. Henry, I know you got this going here. Clubhouse is really new in the marketplace, especially for healthcare. A lot of folks are diving in there now. It's still kind of a closed beta. But let's go back before even you launching the MedTech Club and Clubhouse. How'd you get in healthcare? How long you been in it? What's your passion around it? Why are you dedicating your career and now some of your community building over at Clubhouse with your MedTech Club? How'd you get into this? Yeah. So I've been interested and passionate about healthcare as long as I've been able to work. I grew up with a very unique neuromuscular condition in my eyelids where essentially their development was stunted and they would have continued to droop to the point that I was shut-eyed if I didn't have surgical intervention. So I had multiple surgeries when I was very young, all the way up until the point I was an early teenager, that if I didn't have them, I would have been blind. So I got really passionate about healthcare innovation and healthcare technology through my own patient journey. Compounded with that, my father actually sold medical devices for Johnson & Johnson for many years and continues to do outstanding work with a company called Horizon Therapeutics. And so I've seen the industry through his eyes as well. And those two different experiences have always led me towards a career in healthcare and medicine. So I went to Carnegie Mellon, got my mechanical engineering degree, fell in love with emerging technology. So prosthetics, exoskeletons, and eventually robotics, which is where I am now, focusing on surgical robotics and robot-assisted surgery with Johnson & Johnson's Robotics and Digital Solutions Group out in the San Francisco Bay Area. And so that's really where my love of technology and healthcare technology more specifically comes from. And then, as you mentioned, Clubhouse, you know, I live and breathe this industry. When I'm not working my time at J&J, my personal time, I dedicate to innovation competitions in healthcare and community building that really helps bring new and exciting ideas to life in our space. And Clubhouse has been the perfect proving ground and platform for a lot of the kind of bold vision I have around how can we make healthcare technology and innovation in this space, that expertise, how can we democratize access to that expertise and bring people together in this industry to really further and move the needle for the space holistically. So that's where I'm really spending my time. And it's been such an honor and pleasure to be on Clubhouse and work with the folks both through the MedTech Club you know, the people that are, that I consider co-founders, co-hosts of that club and to work with all the other, you know, to take your term, passionate pioneers that are leading in their industries that I get to bring on there and collaborate with. So it's just been outstanding. 
and we're going to spend the bulk of our time together talking about what's happening clubhouse what the heck is it you know a lot of people aren't even in it yet it's this kind of closed beta they're not even on android yet we're going to get into all of that in just a moment but for the layperson out there henry you talk about robotic assisted surgery working with one of the best and premier global brands in healthcare johnson and johnson and by the way congratulations on the recent news of the vaccine huge win for so many people around the world but Let's just high level. What does robotic assisted surgery mean? Is it in specific specialties? Maybe just a high level there so we can frame it up what that means. And then we'll dive into Clubhouse. Yeah. Robotic assisted surgery at macro scale is rather than having a surgeon as they traditionally would manipulate instruments by hand, you put a robot as a buffer between them. So the surgeon is controlling some system or electromechanical apparatus that is manipulating an instrument inside the body. And you ask about procedural applications and specialties. There are robotic platforms on the market doing surgery across general surgery, laparoscopy, endoscopy, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and almost everything under the sun at this point. And it's really exciting to see the market developing. Even just in the few years that I've been a young professional working in this space, I started my career and exposure to this with Intuitive Surgical, who's a true pioneer of robot-assisted surgery for general surgery and laparoscopy. And, you know, I got to join the Oris Health team after they were acquired by Johnson & Johnson and started to integrate into their robotics and digital solutions group and to be a part of the development of a new platform for this type of surgery is really exciting. Oh, how cool. Yeah, that must be some really interesting work. Yes, you are correct. I followed the intuitive surgical story for quite some time now. Some of my team members that I played football with at Stanford were some of the early on folks there at Intuitive and what a journey they've been on. But this is a space that still has a huge opportunity for growth. And I know you're going to continue to push the ball forward in it. And you're working for, again, one of the best companies on the planet in healthcare. So kudos to that. I know how passionate you are. Let's start turning towards Clubhouse. I hear it when I'm on there. I've absolutely fallen in love with your club. I've actually had the honor to moderate. I know you brought me in. You let me help moderate some of the rooms, which has just been an outstanding experience for myself. But before we talk about your club, again, 50,000 plus followers and members, can you maybe give our audience, because again, this is so new, there's still a lot of people that don't even have an invite yet. What is Clubhouse? Why is this going to be important for many of us? And then we can start dive into specifically what's happening in your med tech club. But let's start high level. What's Clubhouse? Yeah. First of all, something you mentioned, Mike, it is always an honor to have you on the platform hosting and moderating and leading our room. So please, anytime you've got an idea, let's get you doing that. But for those who are kind of looking from the outside in and wondering what's going on, really the way I think about Clubhouse, they market it as a drop-in social audio platform. And what that means to me is like podcasting meets Twitter. Somebody is speaking in a room and you have the ability as an audience member to listen in to different conversations that are happening in real time. And you can join the conversation raising your hand, going up on stage, being a part of that dialogue rather than just listening in. So it's a really kind of flexible experience depending on what you're interested in doing. And what I love about it is the idea exchange is so frictionless compared to other platforms. Really, you know, you could just pop into a room and my aha moment with the platform came when the Andreessen Horowitz bio team was doing a conversation and I had the ability to raise my hand and ask a question to a panel that included Mark Andreessen himself, which was just like a mind-blowing moment for me. I mean, that would never happen anywhere else. And I was like hooked from there. So that's really the crux of what the platform offers. As you mentioned, the MedTech Club, they, people have the ability to build communities on this platform like any other social media, but they organize them really well in these little clubs, which gives you the ability to host recurring event series, 
like we do. We have regular panel sessions, fireside chats, and different working sessions that our community can engage with and be a part of. And for those that want to schedule and host their own event, we make it easy for folks to get involved and begin to take ownership of different areas that they want to see more conversation and dialogue in. And going back, and yeah, we're going to dive more into the MedTech Club and some of the experience I've personally had. Again, it's just been mind-blowing. I'll share some of you know the stories of the types of leaders in this industry that I've didn't connect with before, but had an easy pathway to having some real authentic conversation within your club. But again, going back to kind of clubhouse on the macro, Henry, what does this look like? I mean, do you see this kind of changing how we do communicate? Is it a timing thing as well? Would have clubhouse have taken off as much as it has if we weren't in a pandemic, if we weren't locked down? Because you know, sometimes you hear a lot about startups, it's all about timing as well. But give us a little bit on that, you know, timing of the platform, where we're at with society, the pandemic. Do you think that's been a part of their growth as well? It's definitely been a part, but, you know, I've been picked apart on this question before as an early adopter of Clubhouse. Like, do you see this platform continuing post-pandemic? And I really do. Maybe not in the same way, but something that this platform really takes advantage of is a societal trend happening with younger people, which is we make friends online first and then further those relationships in the physical world, whereas older generations didn't have that same capability. And so your online friends, not to label you as an older generation, but you know, older than a Gen Z kid today, right? Your friends that you communicate with online primarily were people that you knew in the real world first. And so Clubhouse, I think, is doing something really interesting, which is showing people the ability in the past to building true relationships online in a way that you it's tougher to do that with text on a Twitter or LinkedIn or something like that. When you have the ability to actually have a conversation, you form relationships like you're in person. And I've seen people in our community, you know, investors, uh, VCs, CEOs, entrepreneurs, et cetera, forming real relationships on Clubhouse that they then take offline. And so I think it takes advantage of that trend, albeit in a timely way with COVID, but something that is not going away as our world continues to progress to a more digital or at least one that is more accommodating of digital first experiences. You asked about this clubhouse, I do not think is the end all be all of social media, but this, in my opinion, is the tip of the iceberg of social audio, right? For every clubhouse right now, there's 20 other apps out there, you know, that dive and Sonar and Applestream and a bunch of other ones that, you know, people haven't heard of yet that I think will start getting big based on their own unique niches. They're going to find little things about clubhouse that they want to change and tweak and develop their own platform around it. And so I think social audio is going to really explode as a discipline of social media, the same way that traditional text-based and feed-based social media has. And the last thing I will say is I'll take a page out of Dr. Terry Fisher's playbook here with, you know, I think this dovetails really well with the way we interact with technology in general, right? If you think about the trends in technology in terms of interfaces and how we interact with it, first, you know, we would move a mouse around and follow a cursor on a screen. Then we got a touch screen, right? With the iPhone and the iPod touch and that changed everything. And now we just yell at Siri and Alexa and they do things for us. So I think the intersection of how we're just using our technology in general and what types of social media are going to be most popular, I think those two really follow the same trend. And so, you know, if you close your eyes and think about 10 years in the future, I see myself talking to my phone and computer way more than I see myself typing it. And so I think that's really an important thing to consider around the longevity of social media platforms is how we're engaging with technology in general. And in a moment, we are going to talk about that future state. You have become an authoritative voice and a leading figure in this movement with Clubhouse, how it's impacting healthcare innovators 
and the industry and how to connect and think through very meaty and heavy problems that are plaguing this industry. Again, the experience I've had in your club and across Clubhouse, being able to connect with incredibly passionate people in real time, talking about some very serious subjects has been just so powerful for me. So before we talk about future state, what we should be thinking about, how to contemplate what this technology means for us and the industry and what it can do for healthcare, can you talk a bit more about your club specific? So within you have Clubhouse, the app, and then in it, you mentioned you have rooms or you have clubs and the MedTech Club is one of those. Can you describe what the MedTech Club is? And also, <laughs> I also love your title, Chief MedTech Nerd. I love that. What is MedTech Club? <laughs> so as you mentioned, the communities on these platforms are called clubs and you know, obviously a nod to the Clubhouse app. But what the MedTech Club is, in my opinion, best summarized by one of the people who leads the club with me, Tani, is you know, it's a space for real people to have real discussions around real science and form real relationships. And so we have events running, you know, day and night across the, with leaders from across the globe doing fireside chats, panel sessions with experts in different verticals, open working sessions where people can bring their ideas and workshop everything from pitch rooms to CEO journeys and career voyages. And we cover really the gamut of med tech, biotech, biopharma, life science, and global healthcare innovation communities. To give a little more color, we have you know, events running with leading cardiologists talking about cardio tech happening almost every night of the week. And that you know, intersecting with our healthcare technology pitch rooms that are happening very frequently and bringing on global leaders to share their perspectives on different topics. And I love one of my favorite things that in our community are the young professionals that are leading people that are trying to bring others together within the MedTech Club around some different topics, emerging entrepreneurship and trends that you know, people can pick up on and follow. So it's been really exciting to see some of that. But really, for me, when I think about what we do at the MedTech Club, it is, like you said, the experience that you had where you're able to leave that platform thinking like, I met someone new, I learned something, you know, I have a relationship to follow up on. That's my goal. My goal was to create the conversations that five years ago, I wished I could have had access to and, and I couldn't get. And podcasting was a great bridge to that where I'm able to hear all the incredible folks that you bring onto this show and learn from them. But I always found myself wanting the ability to talk to them too. And so that's what Clubhouse does is, you know, we're really, you know, no big eyes or little use. People are welcome. They're encouraged to participate and join. And that's really what I think makes our community special and different is how open and collaborative we are, both with our members, with other clubs on the platform, with new folks joining and welcoming them into our space and the quality of you know, experts we're able to bring on and leaders from the space that we're able to learn from is through the roof. Well, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag as well on this, Henry, because uh, you're spot on. I know that our community also wants to talk to our amazing guests, just like yourself, right? And so what I'm going to do, I'm still in the planning phase right now. I'm probably going to lean on you a bit to coach me up here, but I absolutely see an avenue to bring our guests on and kind of after the pod kind of discussion, right? Bring that guest on and go even that. deeper. So I have perfect example. We had Fred Munch on a couple of weeks ago. He's the president of the Partnership to End Addiction, right? He shared his journey of being a heroin addict, literally pulling himself out of the gutter, going back to school, and now leading an entire national movement to eradicate addiction out of our communities. I mean, it's just a powerful conversation. But imagine being able to have you know the MedTech Club listen to that podcast, but then come at a designated time to engage with Fred directly. I mean, to me, that's where I see some power with what we're doing with the podcast and where Clubhouse can be additive to it. I'm so excited to hopefully Absolutely. put a little bit more around that. And again, like I said, you know, Henry, I'm coming at you 
we're going to work on this together. I need your coaching, my man. I got you. Yeah. And you know, again, like you said, I think you're thinking about it the right way. You know, how could we learn more from the person that you brought onto the podcast? But something that I think is really exciting too is, you know, what value can you now add to this person who came onto the podcast using a platform like Clubhouse? You know, what if there were potential investors or partners listening in that want the opportunity to workshop an idea in real time or that kind of spontaneous connection that you can build on Clubhouse? in a live audio session that is challenging to do if it's a you know a podcast that gets released it's harder to follow up with that person there's more friction as opposed to just to pop into that discussion and throw ideas around i think that's what makes it really special so i love that idea of bringing people from the podcast into another space where they can engage with listeners i think hopefully they would enjoy that and your listeners will get a ton out of it as well okay whew. i pitched it to you in real time i'm like i hope it hits i hope it's okay i'm somebody that i so admire that i've been learning from a lot over this number of past weeks of being in the clubhouse, learning from you, Henry, you've been just unbelievable in the amount of knowledge and value you've been bringing people like myself in clubhouse. I actually want to highlight one room you have inside of your club, and that's the 24 hour, seven day a week room. How long has it been running now uninterrupted? Oh my goodness. It's been, I want to say two and a half, three weeks. Unbelievable. Um, And again, you know, this is where I really appreciate all the kind words and praise. But, and I say this to everyone that I talk to about Clubhouse, I am very seldom, if ever, you know, the expert in a room that I'm in. My goal and my leadership on the platform is to bring the right people together to facilitate the right discussion. So, you know, one of my favorite rooms that I get to run is a weekly neurotech session that has physicians, scientists, investors, patient advocates medical students, all part of our back channel working group. And every week we converge on a different topic, be it neurotech entrepreneurship, new research in DBS, Alzheimer's and dementia progression and development, proactive steps we can take against those neurodegeneration conditions, neuroethics. And these are just some of the sessions we've had to date. I am not the expert on any of that, but my job in that room is to move the mic around, keep the discussion going, ask the probing questions that I know people are thinking and give our experts the right spotlight at the right time to share their insights and position and tee people up to build the relationship in that room that they want with others that could be listening and have value to add as well. So that's really my job in those rooms. And what makes me so excited is the ability to be that kind of event host, right? And to have the space to give others the podium when the time is right. So that's really what I love doing in the MedTech Club. I wanted to, you know, kind of clarify that it's not me up there, you know, just pontificating on different topics. I love getting to share my own thoughts and expertise in the areas that I have. But really what I think has been the most valuable is the space I can create for others to do the same. Well, case in point, again, that room that's running 24 hours a day, seven days a week, I pop in it from time to time and you're not, and this is a good thing, you, Henry, you're not even in there at those times. Sometimes I see you, sometimes I don't, but therein lies the point. You've built the community. You've built these rooms inside of your club to be able to allow these people to talk. I literally 24 hours a day, seven days a week, three plus weeks now. And it is incredible. I mean, we'll go all over the map in regards to topics from COVID to artificial intelligence, to blockchain and healthcare, to you know, health equity to social determinant. I mean, it's just unbelievable the different topics that will go around and the leaders that are from around the world for those topics. It's just mind blowing. It's incredible. But let's also now look towards the future, Henry, right? I know how passionate you are around this. You've been 
talking about these ideas for quite some time. And now here it is with Clubhouse to help you bring it to action and bring it to reality. What has your thought been around this space? What are you thinking today? Then more importantly, what should we be thinking about as leaders in the industry tomorrow and what this kind of democratization looks like for us? Can you give us a little bit of that future state and how you're thinking around these types of technologies? Yeah. In terms of, like you mentioned, this is something I have been thinking about for a while. And Clubhouse came at a really good time to showcase why healthcare needs better community, right? The power that can be created by bringing a physician, a scientist, an investor, an entrepreneur, and an engineer into the room together, I feel like is super untapped. And we're just seeing the early days of this kind of collaboration happening digitally. So for the future, you know, my goal is whatever platform it may be, to continue creating spaces for that type of engagement and that type of interaction, because that's what people want. And that's what people are excited about. And whether it's, you know, listening in or contributing actively, that's where I see a lot of the value coming in the future. So I think a lot of the future tactically will depend on how these platforms evolve, right? One of the biggest questions for Clubhouse is how will they monetize? And depending on how they monetize, that could change the face of the app. There's also a lot of competition coming up. Twitter is developing their own competitive product. There are other platforms, as I mentioned, popping up in the social audio space. So will people be incentivized to move over to Clubhouse or will they want to go to a different place to build their community and maintain their audience? That really is going to be a, you know, another differentiating factor for the future of this space. But really for me, the thing that social audio and Clubhouse do is flip the script on the way that we think about social media, at least I do as a community builder. It's not making a LinkedIn post, leaving the platform and coming back in a week and seeing how many likes you have, right? If you're not on Clubhouse, you're not growing. So it forces you or puts you in a position where if you want to grow, you need to be adding value. You need to be engaging with others. And it really removes a lot of kind of the thorny points of what I think some of the platforms like LinkedIn and Twitter suffer from as potential avenues to build community. So not that Clubhouse is in any way perfect for that. There's still a lot of things they need to work out and things we need to figure out as we learn how to use it. But I love the idea that once you get on there and you're speaking, it's you and your thoughts and the other people in their room and their thoughts. And it's like, we're having a real discussion as real people. We're not you know, behind this you know, veil of a host or a tweet. It feels more genuine to me. So that's really where I see the future going is continuing to bias towards actionable, insightful content that adds value. And if you're a community builder and you want to create an audience or move a community into this space, I think that's really what you need to be thinking about is what kind of value will I be able to add here that I couldn't do on another platform? and really double down on those unique aspects of your own community. And what's the short-term horizon look as well? And thank you for that future state, but let's also talk mm. short-term horizon. You know, right now it's this kind of invite-only experience. It's only on iOS. Yeah. What's the short-term horizon look like for the app? I'm in no way connected to Clubhouse's development, so I can't speak in anything more than speculation, but they very publicly made a charge in hiring uh, Android engineers to build the platform for Android users. And their growth has been explosive. So I remember back in... December to January, I think in that time horizon, they grew by like a million members. Maybe they grew from like 1 million to 2 million. And I think now they're at like 20. It's insane how quickly they've grown. And, and you know, again, it makes sense when, you know, you add somebody and then they can add their three friends and those three friends can add their three friends, et cetera. So I think once they launch the Android platform, hopefully in the next couple of months, they'll really be able to blow the lid off this thing. But it's, it's a scalability question, right? They still have caps on the amount of people that can be in any given event. When folks like Elon Musk or Bill Gates have you know, been on the platform or Mark Zuckerberg have been on the platform for a day. It's like almost crashed the app. So, you know, there's still early days. They're figuring it out. And one of the things that MedTech Club has done that we needed to do because the platform is early is use 
other tools in a way that is collaborative to Clubhouse. You know, they still are in the process of refining their calendar feature and their event scheduling feature and their search and discovery feature and some of their trust and safety features. So as they continue to build that out, I hope that the app is a little bit more all-encompassing for the needs that we have in a club like MedTech. Yeah, absolutely. And let's also talk about needs. So what's one problem, need, or question that you have with this MedTech club over at Clubhouse that we can be thinking about or be helping you with? What's one problem, need, or question you have? Yeah, mine's pretty simple. If you are a passionate healthcare innovation leader, healthcare technology leader, or you know someone who is, or you just want to listen into those discussions or be a part of the dialogue, get in touch and join us on Clubhouse. You can find us, you know, all over Clubhouse hosting events. MedTech Club is the name. We're also on Twitter and LinkedIn at MedTech Club. And of course, you know, you can always contact me. My DMs are always open to talk Clubhouse. And so if you're somebody who wants to join the discussion and help us put on great events, please do. Well, let's talk about it. You shared some of those points online that we can find you. So is LinkedIn a good place? Any other, you mentioned Twitter, any other contact points online besides what you just shared? I'd be remiss if I didn't mention my Clubhouse, but I'm Henry Peck on all those platforms. So super easy to get a hold of me. Easy. And we'll have those in the episode notes as well. So in your podcast player, just simply scroll down, go to the bottom of the episode notes, and there'll be some click-throughs to get a hold of Henry, get a hold of MedTech Club otherwise. Also, you can head over to our free global online community at passionatepioneers.com. There will be a post dedicated to this episode where you can not only click through, but also leave comments, ideas, suggestions, or otherwise for Henry and his team. Again, passionatepioneers.com. Well, Henry, I could be talking about this for quite some time. Matter of fact, maybe we get off of the podcast here and head over to Clubhouse and even talk about it with a larger group uh, (laughs) because this stuff, I'm just completely amazed by the power of what this has been, the conversations I've been having in it. It's just been incredible. And I'm so grateful for you having such a warm welcome for me and my community to come in and be a part of MedTech Club. So thank you for that. But we're going to finish off with a fill in the blank. I'm a passionate pioneer because? Because someone was one for me. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, Henry, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing what's going on in these new social platforms like Clubhouse and how to get involved and what it's going to mean for our industry and the healthcare innovation community. But for now, thank you again for taking time to be with us today, Henry. Thank you so much, Mike. I really appreciate you having me on. And to anyone listening, like I said, please feel free to get in touch. Thank you for joining us today on Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. We'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast so we can continue to improve this community and to further support the pioneers being featured. Lastly, please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends and colleagues to join us. This is Passionate Pioneers with Mike Baselli. I look forward to having you back with us during our next episode.